Yo, 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 you already know who it is. It's Marco the Prince, and you already know I'm back here with the shits. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in to another motherfucking episode of Hear Me Out Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Marco the Prince. And also, I have an amazing black woman that is going to join me today, comedian, and just looking so lovely on the screen, you guys can't see because this is only audio. But yes, I have the lovely, beautiful Kendra. Thank you so much for uh, you know, for having me. First off, you know, glad I got made off your Section Eight waiting list, and I I I, I got approved. So here I am. Not Section Eight waiting list. Oh, you started early. This is going to be a good episode. You you know, <laughs> you know, I love similes and metaphors and all the shit talking. Yeah, speaking of Section Eight, man, like. Why yeah. folks done die? Why has my like, application ain't been pulled yet? I'm just saying. Yeah. Because you want to know why? The white people why? are gentrifying our hoods and moving in. If they will build more Section 8 buildings, the waiting list wouldn't be so long. But, you know. Yeah, but hey, that, that's a story for another day. Story for know. another day. You know how that goes. <laughs> All right. So, now that you guys heard my co-host for today, Kendra. Where you're from? Yes. Give us a fact. Tell us a little bit about you. Uh, born and raised in Atlanta. Um, I am rapper to games, baby mom slash wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so JC on Terrell Taylor, I need you uh, to give me the key back to our house because you need to respond back to my DM, sir. All right, I sent you April 19, 2020, 8.08 p.m. And April 19, 2021, 9.38 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm, I, I am the H9C. If y'all know what that means, go look it up on UrbanDictionary.com. Do a little refresher course, okay, on some uh, hood uh, dialect. Uh, I am a recent graduate of... When, how long can you say, like, when do you stop saying the word recent? graduate is it when a year has passed or like when the semester i'm always gonna say it okay cool cool. i'm recently everything so what if you graduated 50 years ago do you still say you a recent graduate okay okay you know what you're right um i would say like three years three four years okay gotcha well i'm a recent graduate of clark atlanta university uh got my bachelor's in mass communication and i'm going back to school in january what? Uh, for get my PhD in child psychology. So y'all can call me Dr. Crump hyphen Taylor. The reason it's hyphen Taylor is because y'all know who my husband is. Back to the story. <laughs> um, I am a, you know, free-spirited person, God-fearing woman, and I'm, I'm just part nigga. I'm, I'm a cool, I'm a cool you know, individual. That's that's how that goes, honey. So that's where I'm at with it. So yes, you guys heard it all here first with uh, Kendra herself. Um, me and Kendra met on Instagram. So I've explained this before on my inst- or on my podcast that I forget to check the um, request box in those messages. So Kendra was sitting there for a little bit. Not even gonna lie, my bad. I got to get organized a little bit more. And her message was just so loving and just so thoughtful. And I was like, you know what? I got to talk to this woman. Let's have a 15, a 10, a 10, 15-minute conversation. Um, and let's just check what the vibe is. Let's create an episode. Let's do this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. Do y'all know that me and Kendra stayed on the phone for a whole hour talking about mm-hmm. this, that, and the third? I feel like she could write 
a quick little memoir of me and sell it and it'd be best selling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, again, I just want to thank you again for allowing me or allowing me to have you on this show. Um, yeah, so you want to jump into it? Of course. No, uh, y'all, that's what it was, man. I said, well, we could have already pushed the record button. We done did two episodes already, you know, but no, it's, uh, it, that's, that's what it is, man. I, I, I think it's, I, I don't, I'm, I've done podcasts mm -hmm. where people probably checked me out first. Say, okay, well, just come on. You got availability like later today. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then it worked out pretty well. Then I've done podcasts where people really didn't do their research and we're sitting here twiddling our thumbs. I'm trying to make up some. Then I done had some pre... Let me tell you what happened. I did a pre-interview call. Well, this is my fault, right? Because I, I tried to... My, I told myself that I'm going to try to get as many on as many podcasts as I can, mm -hmm. you know, um, but I learned that number one, even if you're like qualified for a position, some folks just ain't going to want you. Right. Right. And you can't sit here and, you know, beg people to bring you on. If they don't want you on. They don't want you on. But let me tell you all what happened. There was this one podcaster where he he actually told me we spoke in Sep I sent him a message in August. He reached uh, responded back a week, two weeks later. So we in September, first week in September, and he said I got availability for you for the 16th of this month. I said okay, cool. So then I didn't hear back from him. So what I do is I always save the messages, and I hit him back up the first week of October. He said, well. Uh, I want to do, uh, can, can you call me? Because I want to just make sure you're the right fit to before I bring you on. Skirt, sir, you already, a couple of weeks prior, we already had a, a day set <laughs> and almost a time. Hey, yo. What are you talking about? You want to try? It's also okay. And at that point, that's when I should just like left them on scene and just gone on to the next. So I'm like, no, nah. I mean, I know I'm going to be the bomb.com, right? So anyway, back to the story. Um, I end up getting because because he, he said he just wants to he said he's making sure his podcasts are very professional and he's making sure that that he doesn't have any mistakes with people which of course you should want to have the right people on your podcast you know but at the same time like like it's okay to break the rules a little bit you know everybody puts their best foot forward well not I I'm I'm gonna be the same Kendra Miranda Crump from the day that you first meet me to the day I expire back to the story. So we get on the phone, and he tells me that he, you know, uh, lives in Atlanta, well, on the outskirts of Atlanta. He says, well, I have a podcast. You got to drive to me. So I'm at the point now, right, where if I am coming to where you're at, the least you can do is compensate me on some gas. That's the least some you can gas, do. Some gas, some liquor, some weed, some but, whatever, but, whatever but, but, it but, is. But, you know, but here's the thing, though, Marco. You know, I, I equate I equate folks wanting just to just give you some liquor and some weed to like once you finish helping folks move into their house, they just want to like feed you chicken. That's not good enough for me. Can you at least pay me something that's real that I actually can benefit from? I can I can go uh, in my neighborhood next door and go get the same thing that you can get that I can so, get uh, from across town. So okay. instead instead of chicken from Popeyes, would you? Be deserving of a home cooked meal, like the first meal in the night in the house. No, I want you to give me five hundred dollars. All right, that's Got what it. I want. I, I don't okay. care my body. You so know I what? Understandable. Understandable. That that's it, man. Food is cool, but at the same time, that was wear and tear on my car and body. I need to be re uh, compensated with some else. Like here, don't, here's don't, a gift card to Massage Envy. Yes. That oh, part. okay. So you're you want the bougie gifts? Got it. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Understandable. Find me somebody who gives a great head as well. Who's got a clean mouth. Back to the story. 
back to the story. So he, um, so I had a conversation. I said, okay, well, I'm coming to come out there. You, you going to throw me some gas money? He's like, I've never had to pay nobody to jump on my podcast. Skirt, sir, that's why you got 500 followers. Nobody's checking for you. Did you buy these followers as well? Okay. This is why. And he, and then he had said, oh, well, you know, um, my, my co-host, he might not talk. My co-host isn't really a talker. Like he might not ever talk. How do you that's have a co-host that hosts a podcast that don't talk? Sir, we're going to park the car right here. We're just going to get out and we're going to walk around just a little bit just so we can meditate and get our thoughts correct i'll be damned if i have a co-host that doesn't want to talk why are we doing this y'all know podcasts are audio it's conversational it's argumental and all the other o's that we have in the dictionary is podcasting so if you don't want to talk don't do this maybe you should produce (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe you should step away from the screen and the audio and maybe just do the editing, maybe the videoing, maybe the marketing, you know, something else that does not require you to talk because it's pointless. Okay, you know now what? we're back in the and, car. And now I'm thinking what you just said, I'm thinking that, and I'm like, okay. But he's like, you know, he he's, I guess, just shy, whatever. He might not talk to you. No. So then he, you know, he. I basically told him, I said to him, I said, here's the thing, though. If a person, and I'm not telling you to fill up my gas tank, throw me 20 or $30 just, like, to help me out and everything else like that, right? So, so he... Uh, gets to the point where he's like, what's your podcast about? So my podcast is I say whatever I want to say. I call out names. I used to be afraid. I used to protect people. But I'm like, these people didn't care about me when they did what they did to me. So I'm going to let them know what time it is. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about about it? Let's talk about it. Okay, so look. Speaking of podcasts, a lot of people don't know what a podcast is. A podcast. Oh, I do have a podcast because I have a podcast and it's my first one, a kid. No? All right. So we're just going to go back to the story. Uh, (laughs) Y'all know my brain be going completely left and right field at times. But I think people have a misidea of what a podcast is. To me, in my personal opinion, and Kendra, feel free to chime in and add your own two cents. A podcast is where I can come on the mic, I can talk, I can talk my shit, be very vulnerable about this, that, and the third of the topics. Mm-hmm. I produce it, I market it, I create it, I created this format. Who I want on my shit is who I want on my shit. If I don't want them on my shit, you're not ever going to get an invitation on this shit. And it's something that you create from within. And I say that to say versus the celebrities nowadays that have podcasts. In my personal opinion, I just feel like they're very structured because you have an audience and you're managed by a network, which it's all great in things. But, like, I personally just don't want to lose the creativity behind a podcast because right now we do have free range. Of just doing, there's no, mm-hmm. there's no standard of this is what a podcast looks like. All we know is this is what a podcast is, mm-hmm. and you find your audience by your personality. No, and that's and that's true, and and that's very much true, which is why. I'm up if if my thing is this, I'm not afraid of anything. If you want to have a conversation and fill mm-hmm. me out, you can. I know I'm gonna kill it every time. Right. I just was with by me telling him that 
you know, I say names on my podcast. If you done pissed me off, if you were a bad podcaster and you did something that like costed, wasted my time, I'm going to let people know. So at least they can say, well, I didn't know about that. Kendra Crumb did say that like six months ago, you know, stuff like that. So and he said, well, you know, I feel like uh, this isn't going to work out because we're because you I like to keep the peace. You know, and in case my homeboy, you know, says something or does something that you don't like, he doesn't speak to you, I don't want his name to be out there. No. Uh, <laughs> keep going. I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep going. Sorry. I have a lot to say. Say it. Go ahead. Say it. I'm, I'm, I'm I not going to forget. I just, like, where else in the world do we have free range to say what the fuck we want to say without being muted, so to say? Mm-hmm. A podcast. <laughs> If I want to call somebody out, y'all have heard my episodes. I say names, but I also come with facts versus opinions. And I think that's where the line is. Like, I can't talk about somebody and be like X, Y, and Z, this, that, and the third, and I not back it up with facts. This is how I feel about this person. Is this person horrible? In the long scheme of things, probably not. But in my eyes, they are. That's how the fuck could you dare? And we just might have two different opinions and visions and thoughts and all this other shit when it comes to certain topics. But I'm definitely going to call out people on my podcast. And (laughs) I don't give a fuck if you care about it or not. I said what I said and none of y'all can beat my ass. And on top of that, my credit score is a 760. So, So what's up? So wait, you just let's let's pause. You said nobody can can be can can like you know stomp you how do you for sure know that you that your hands are the best in the world okay so i'm just talking shit however if i was if i was to say that and somebody did beat my ass like did beat my ass and i know you know that moment when you feel like okay i just got my ass beat in that very moment i'm gonna heal myself i'm gonna get my thoughts together and i might actually take that person out to brunch and just be like, that's good. And, and then be they like, can teach you how to like you, stick and move. Right. I'm like, you really beat my ass because I'm also a, a fan of fighting. I don't want to say fighting, but like fighting with you your friends, but like also making that that's okay. You know, like you should be able to fight with your friends. You should be able to disagree. You should be able to do certain things. Now, if we like, Pulling out guns and knives and trying to kill that person. See, I'm, come on now. At I'm, that point, what like whatever happened to the good old days where after you done opened up a can of whoop on somebody? Where's world star hip hop fights? Because we missing can, them. You can you can go to Walmart and steal something out of the store together. Speak on it. Like all right. When was the, when was the last? Okay, I got a question for you. What's up? When at what age do you believe people should stop physically fighting for dumb reasons? Oh. Um. Mm. And I'm going to say like 25, 26. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a good, I think that's a good number. You have lived a quarter of a hundred. And I think <laughs> at that time, you should just know better. When, when was the last time you had a nigga moment? Which nigga, which type of nigga moment all the time? Um, that that pretty much you just say you know what today is gonna be the day I'm gonna throw you know throw these hands at this person that type of nigga moment. Actually, so I'm a lover, not a fighter. Okay. <laughs> so I don't I don't necessarily like 
wake up angry and like put on some sweats and go beat somebody's ass. But like, <laughs> if I'm at a party and you piss me off and you take me there, I'm gonna beat your ass because you asked for this. I'm being nice, I'm cordial, I'm doing everything in the aspects of a party in that situation. But gotcha. now you're antagonizing me. You're doing this shit on purpose. You're getting me out of my comfort zone. And I know you're doing it on purpose. We're going to fight. I'm going to throw something. I'm going to cut your ass out. And I'm going to do shit. Period. Point that's me. it. No, that's, that's it. And that's real. Like That's real. I'm the type of person that can actually be in the area of somebody I don't like. And still, it still be cool. You know? I ain't of course. Talk, I ain't going to talk to you. I ain't gonna stay next to you. Like I've been in the room with many of my exes, and you know my friends attack me. But like, oh, your ex here? I get... Okay, I'm here too. What do you guys want us to do? Kumbaya over old shit? No, I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna dance. I'm gonna have a good time. Why are you guys making it a big deal? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I guess they like think that something's going to pop off. They want to at least warn you. Like, we're doing our due diligence as your friend. But no, I mean, like, you know, I just think it to me is, it's amazing how much, and again, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Maybe with this particular cat, maybe he felt like, okay, his homeboy did something for him. He probably could have saved his life. So he's just trying to do everything he can where he's like, hey, I'm not going to... Uh, I don't want you to end up becoming the bearer of bad news or whatever else it may be and stuff like that. But I'm saying, man, people going to talk about you to the day that you die. Well, he, he said that he's in his early 30s, and I'm like, you still care. Try to keep the peace. Mind you, like, this is my thing. I don't like arguing. I feel like anybody who's a real adult doesn't like arguing. We should all like to have that honesty, loyalty, communication, respect. But at the same time, if I feel like you fraudulent, I'm going to let folks know. I'm going to let you know about yourself. I'm confrontational. I really don't care. Once it gets to what you going to say, it's rece- I got receipts for everything. I got receipts for everything. And, and y'all do know they've built an app called Yelp. So it's this thing that you can go to restaurants and tell the truth about your experience. Mm-hmm. Look at mm-hmm. me calling you out as a Yelp comment. <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm going to say what, oh, so I see that you and this person did work together, X, Y, and Z. What was your experience? Oh, I don't fuck with that nigga because that nigga said some foul shit and he didn't say shit on the mic. But when he did, it was just disrespectful. I'm going to say that because why would I say anything else? Hey, Marco, this reminds me of something else I just thought about. <laughs> I was supposed to, this was back in May, and I have to, I'm going to call her out on my next episode of my podcast because mm-hmm. I've been mean to do this for As you should. As you should. Now, I've been mean to do so. But everybody's getting their own individual, you know, verbal ass whooping. But, uh, but she's Ooh, next. Uh, verbal ass whoopings. I think we have the title of the episode, Verbal Ass Whoopings. I love it. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> All right, keep going, Kendra. Let me not cut you off. Keep going. So she's a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. And I was, my issue, what, what's, what state are you in? Are you in uh, Georgia? Yeah, I'm in well? Atlanta. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You, wait. So. You know, we're going to have to do this again in person, but continue. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's fine. Let's go. We can go meet at the park. That's cool with me. Go have a, you know, black folks, we don't say picnic. Have a little cookout with a basket right. and some. Stay yeah. six feet for the COVID pe- police, you know? Yeah. So. 
she the issue that i have with these stylists out here is that they're trying to charge you an arm and a leg for everything now you're you're bald have you what age did you go bald i um went bald at like 23 and it was by choice i was thinning a little bit but i just took the razors that day and i was like you know what i want to catch it before it catch me Got you. 23 was like six months ago. Back to the story. <laughs> you already so, know this good skin out of my business and drinking water. That's it. That's it. But with that, with that being said, um, I have an issue coming. I've, I've had this. I got one stylist, right? Known her. She's like an on and off stylist, but she's more so off. She's only on when I actually graduate from school mm -hmm. so I can get a free stylist. Because I'm not a free hairstylist because I'm not coming and paying. But let me tell you, let me tell you about this. All right. I've known her since I was in middle school. Now, of course, you know, 10 years ago, everything, the cost of living was cheaper and stuff like that. I remember there was a time where stylists would wash, condition, uh, you know, blow dry, press out your hair, all for $35, give you great life advice, help you file your taxes, okay? Even fed you as well. All for $35. Go ahead and preach to the choir. You, and then you leave them a nice tip, and then you go on about your day. Now, my issue... Especially with this style. Now I've had I've had uh, dreads for probably it's been May of 2017, and I decided to do dreads get get my hair locked up because number one I'm about to tell y'all a secret. Okay, I'm a black woman that doesn't know how to braid hair, so I need to be a part of a support group. You know, so for all the black women that don't know how to do hair properly, let's all be a part of a support group. And so I was tired of you know I done tried creamy crack twice. One time when my mother did it on me, and then the second time I did it on myself, uh, you know, to try to appease this little peanut head boy, okay? And so I done went through different hairstyles, mm -hmm. went to, you know, sit in the African shop. You know, they don't even like us, so they purposely messing up our hair as a whole. But that's a conversation nobody wants to talk about. Moving on next. So I was tired of doing all this type of stuff, and someone said, Kendra, just get lock your hair up. It's the best thing since sliced bread. It really is. I love it. So the thing about it is she's never, ever done locks before, right? I asked her if she, you know, and in my mind, I thought hair, if you a hairstylist, that means you know how to do every hairstyle. But that doesn't mean that's, that's not true. So I told her how to, I actually taught her how to do uh, my locks. And then she wanted to charge me for to wash, condition, and lock my hair. And I'm bringing my own products. I'm showing up at her house. Well, not even her house, at her shop now. 25 minutes away. And she still charged me $80 for all that, okay? Now, if I come to her without having my hair washed or, like, if I could wash and condition my hair by myself, like, do pretty much show up with 75% of my work done, she's charging me $60. And I'm like, for what reason, right? So I'm, I was on the hunt, because I'm, I'm over here on the hunt looking for different stylists who are not going to charge me an arm and a leg, who are going to give me the whole full service and everything else. You know, I'm looking for a stylist. Came and somebody said, Kendra, go on this app called Booksy. Yeah, I said, okay, I use Booksy cool. for my uh, barber. Yeah, go on an app called Booksy. Found this girl. She was $35. When she will wash, condition your hair. She's like 20 minutes away. I said, okay, cool. I read the reviews, saw the picture. She, great. Show up at this girl's house. I actually, we, we confirmed the day before. Show up at her house, 7 o'clock that morning, 15 minutes prior, 20 minutes prior. 
I'm calling her phone. I'm like a mad woman, right? I call her phone probably, y'all, maybe about 40 times. Left her multiple messages, and I rung her doorbell. One of her people answered the door, and then they said she's not here. She ain't been here since yesterday. She ain't been here since yesterday. Okay, so after that, I left. After standing there for 30 minutes, I left. She sits, he, she hits me back three hours later. Hey, my mom had a stroke in like the in the middle of the night. Um, so I couldn't, you know, I was I never had my phone around me. Um, I'll just refund you your money back. I said, okay, cool. I still wrote a bad review about her on her page. You um, as and, you should. And so, and then she has the audacity to say, Oh, do not write no comments on my page. And I said, well, you should have been a lot more professional. Let me you tell you I something. I think, me included, I'm going to put myself on the um, verbal ass whoopings. Ooh. Mm. I love that. Um, as you should. Don't put no comments on my page. No. People know, people need to know what they're about to deal with. That's how we decide what restaurants we're going to, what airlines to fly, what schools to go to for our children. Like, you're a business owner, so you need to act like one. You need to provide the same service that you're going to do for the white man, show up on time and Mm -hmm. be professional and do all this. You do it for the white man. Why can't you do it for your black client? But you Mm -hmm. want to be out here, be a business owner and do hair and do nails and be a barber. No. Show me the same respect that you would show the white man. That's real. Um, and that's why we as 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 a as a you know community people of color we're you know sorely lacking with a mm-hmm. lot of different things, you know, and everything. And it and it always and I try not to, I'm gonna keep it all the way like one Han Don with y'all, right? I try not to oh wait, pause, hold on, let me say something real quick before I get to this. I read some of her reviews. And I, you know, it was like two other comments within a matter of four months, because she had probably a hundred comments. Mm-hmm. Within a matter of four months, it was like two or three other people who were saying that she was late, she did this. But then it was like mixed, it would be like, okay, let's say my appointment was in May. I check her review in March, it says something bad about her. Later that same month in March, like three weeks later, something good about her. April, something bad about her. Then a couple more times in April, something really good about her. Two more times. So I was like, okay, hopefully she got it together. But no, you know, that I gave her the benefit of the doubt. But no, let me say this. Just keeping it real with you. I work in the service industry. So I'm a great tipper, right? And I've learned to be a lot better as time has progressed. But I work in the service industry. I work more, um, I, I, on my percentage of like black to white, I have maybe... white and uh, 15% um, African-Americans or 10% African-Americans and the 5% other. Right. Out of that 10% of African-Americans who come up to my kiosk, I would say only 2% actually leave me a tip and tip nice. That other percentage, they don't tip at all. And I treat them with a, I treat everybody the same. Even if you fit the stereotype, I still talk to you. I make you laugh. All that. They don't tip it. I'm going to keep it all the way more real with you. And this is going to sound so messed up, but I'm just going to keep it real. I look more forward to the white people shopping with me than black people because of the fact that I have had a better repertoire 
with white folks than I have with black folks. Not saying that, and I got to clear this up because then you're going to have somebody going to see like, she hates her own kind. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I feel like a lot of times black people just don't understand the etiquette of tipping. And I've spoken to other servers, other people in the service industry who have said that black folks don't tip like they're supposed to. I'm going to go ahead and stop it right there. I'm going to drop the mic down. No, I'm going to pass the mic to you. Go ahead. Whew. I have been holding it in for so long because I try not to cut off people. <laughs> but I totally agree with what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> like, I also work in the service industry. I'm a bartender on the side. Um, I wait, don't... Okay, wait, wait, hold on. Really quick question. Who is the... What's the biggest tip that you've ever received? Which celebrity gave the biggest or the worst tip thus far? So, I... So I'm an independent contractor, so I bartend for myself. Okay. I don't work for a restaurant. However, comma, I can still answer one of those questions. What's, this, what's the biggest tip I've received? Was $25. Um, what? Yeah. Not $250? Not $25,000? Oh, wait. Per, like, per, like, guest or, like, as a total? Just like okay, the, the bill the bill was a hundred dollars. The biggest tip that you received. From See, that, like, I, I what, bartend at like parties or weddings or anything amongst those things. I don't really do restaurants, so yeah, the biggest is like twenty five thirty dollars. Okay, okay, I was for, I was thinking for that, like for know, that night. Got you. I was thinking like whatever the total bill was, like for, oh. for like oh, okay, like for for a wedding or something like that. You know, they're like okay, well here is a thousand dollars thank you so much for your help oh no see i would love that <laughs> yeah I'm just, i just do independent parties so and so. things like that but yeah so i've been bartending since like january so yeah 25 30 dollars um it's coming don't worry before the year is over you're gonna have like a thousand dollars it's gonna come out the blue my mouth and i was even blessed for that but guess what happened when i saw what? that person every single time come to the bar I made sure that I treated them correctly. And I don't think that's what people understand. Like when you come to tipping, like when I go out with my people and we eating and drinking and like our bill is like a thousand dollars and I see like a fifty dollar tip, I'm like, Y'all tipping this nigga fifty dollars over a thousand dollar tip? No. They need at least a hundred and forty, maybe a hundred and fifty, depending on how everything is going. Mm-hmm. And I don't. And for me personally, I don't know if a hundred and fifty for a thousand dollar tab is high or low. But that's what I do. And maybe I can, you know, learn some things on my end when I'm actually tipping. But like, I'm thinking about it's fifteen of us, all the mimosas that we're doing. The place that they got to bring. They got to make sure all the meals are correct. And I'm handing it to that person correctly. Mm-hmm. Like, and amongst that, I got to wipe your table down. I got to build up everything and then take it down. Y'all going to pay me. <laughs> like, y'all going to pay me. Marco, so, they they don't they don't give a freak about us. And, and it's like, like I said, I don't. We're not. And I, you got to, you got to got to clarify this for the slow ones in the back because a lot of these wheels and they these people's wheels and their bus say don't a go lot round of for the niggas in the back yes you know a lot of y'all's wheels on y'all's bus don't go round and round man and I'm, I'm letting y'all know my father he taught me 
if you don't have money to to enough uh, money to leave a tip, do not go out to eat. Don't, you know, always tip 15, 20, 30%. Let me tell you something. Now, there are certain restaurants, certain places in the world where the tip is already included inside of, you know, part of the bill. And some people just, some people become <laughs> lazy on purpose. They will become, because like, they know that, you, you said Miami? No, I said Atlanta. Oh, okay. Well, I think they do that in Miami as well. Some places in Florida. And, oh, in New York City, because it's a tourist. I think they started doing. Yeah, they, they'll and some there are certain there are certain servers, you know, who are just lazy because they know for a fact they're gonna get a tip regardless. But like with with all that with all that being said, my entire thing is, I I'm a great I'm out of my immediate family. I'm the one who tips the most, right? I've had my going, and that's why I don't eat out with my family. That's why I'm solo dolo when, when I go to stuff. I do, I've had them say, why are you leaving them such a nice tip? What, is, what exactly did they do? Why are you, I'm like, because how do you not know that by me leaving an extra $20 was their bus fare to get home? You know how what? How do you not know that? I do not mean to cut you off, but it's also the future of paying it forward. You don't know that person. You don't know what they're going through. You might not ever see that person again, but you leaving that extra tip you might be blessing that person. And we always sit here and sit back and be like, well, I'm not getting blessed because you're not paying it forward. Yeah, so leave that extra. If you're contemplating on leaving 20 to 25, I say leave that extra five. If you already contemplating on that extra five, you don't need it. Mm-hmm. You know what? And and to me, like I said, I just, I personally, I've had some bad servers out there. You know, and I, I left them, you know, I left them a dollar because I'm like, bro, you were really bad. And I've had some servers. I'm like, okay, you're pretty good. You know, I, this, is, this is how simple I am. I, they'll say, hey, do you want, what do you want to drink? I always get water. I say no ice. If you can bring me back water with no ice, you are automatically getting 100% of the bill. <laughs> Tips. I, re- I remember I, you know, I, I think this one girl I went into, I forgot the what, maybe uh, Taco Mac. Mm-hmm. Right. I went to a Taco Mac this one particular time and she came, you know, I felt like she probably felt like, oh, man, she ain't going to probably leave me a tip or whatever else. It may be. I felt the vibes. Right. But but I left her. I tipped her 100 percent of the bill because, like I said, she literally brought me water with no ice and I left the place and she had tried chasing me out and said, thank you so much. You know, I was like, oh, <laughs> nobody must have been tipping you all that. You know, I, I, she literally ran out the door to come and stop me. And I said, not a problem. And I went on about my day, you know, and everything else like that. But like I said, for me personally, and again, I'm not trying to make it seem like, because again, there are some, some, there are some white folks who ain't going to leave you nothing. There are probably some white folks because they're like still in this um, racial mentality. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, because you're black, I'm not going to leave you nothing. I've had a black person say, only because you're black, I'm going to leave you something. And I'm like... No, we need to stop that what? mindset, too. Only because you're black. If we're going to support the black culture, we're going to support the black culture. Don't do it because I'm black. Just do exactly. it because it's not... It's What's the word I'm looking for? You don't got to think about it. Like, do it because you actually want to, not because that person is black. Like, don't get me wrong, have I left an extra couple of dollars because my waiter did good and everything was down to the T and they were black and I left extra money? Yes, I have. But don't go in the restaurant, oh, if my waiter's black, I'm automatically going to leave them money because that's where we're going wrong. 
Because once they do something wrong, you want to take it, oh, that's coming out of a tip. And again, I know that there are bad servers. I'm being very transparent in this because I also bartend. I haven't served. I think it'd actually be, I think I'd be a good server. As long as I, I feel like every- you, I feel I'm, I'm pretty, like I said, I'm, I give great customer service. I'm very detail oriented where mm-hmm. I'm like, they say, you know, I want something to drink. I said, do you want light ice, no ice or a lot of ice? And they're looking at me like, wow, no one has ever asked me that. I'm like, because I treat people like I want to be treated. You know, I, I'm very detail oriented with certain things, you know, but like, like I said, you man, got- I want, I hope that this little part of the segment, I hope you all take this and people still going to do whatever they want to do, but I hope folks really take this part and realize like, like, you know, you just still have to leave them something. Always carry a few, uh, you know, few, few, uh, ones on you just to give out and stuff like that, you know, and that, that's my entire thing. You know, like, like I said, I just, like, I had Chili and Lil Scrappy and Fetty Wap come to my kiosk. And this is when I learned, do not get excited when you have celebrities show up at your kiosk. Lil Scrappy <laughs> and Chili left me nothing. And I acted like I didn't know who they were. I made them laugh and everything else, right? They left me nothing. Fetty Wap's left me a 14-cent tip. He said, keep the change. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. You're lying. I'm not, I, and you know what? Fetty probably wouldn't remember that. Chili wouldn't remember that. Scrappy wouldn't remember that, you know, See, but, but I had somebody tell me when I told him what happened with Scrappy, they said, Kendra, he doesn't tip like that's why. And then somebody said, no. I can't believe he did that. That's he still owes uh, somebody some money. One of my, my good friends who used to watch his kids, he still owes them money and stuff like that. That's why his life is not going the way he wants it to go. I, it makes sense. I pray that when I'm making the extra zeros in my bank account, mm-hmm. I pray that I make somebody's day. Like you will, I, and I'm I'm going to I'm gonna go above and beyond because I know what it's like to actually work these shitty jobs. And when I say shitty jobs, I'm not talking about shitty people working the shitty jobs. You just have to do what you need to do to get past to make everything come alive mm-hmm. no that no that's that's true that's true but you know what i used to also get excited when i would have people show up at my kiosk with with designer clothing because in my mind i thought that meant that they have money and eight times out of ten those folks don't tip either mm-hmm. you know and that goes to show man and 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 i just say you know what at the end of the day i'm still gonna treat people you know uh, the way I want to be treated, and it's going to come into fruition. Mm-hmm. And and one day before, you know, I, I really hope before I leave this job, someone does tip me, you know, $400 and everything else like that. I hope that, or $4,000, and, and I keep it moving. I'm like, you know what, I appreciate you for you being this person, whatever it might be. But, oh, yeah, I've had people, my favorite part is when people will come up to my kiosk, pull a big old wad of cash out. A big old wad of cash, you know, and don't even leave me a tip. I, let me tell y'all what happened the other day. <laughs> Had this white man, uh, older white man, you know, he tried to attempt to try to hit on me and asked me if I was single. I said, yeah, because a lot of these men are broke. He's like, well, I got money. But he left me pocket change. He's like, here's my business card. If you want to, you know, have a good time and keep on talking to me, um, yeah, I'm going to uh, you hit me up. And I'm like, we're going to hang out and, and have more pocket change, right? 
I say, okay, because you got money, pull out a wad of cash. I, I didn't get what I was supposed to get. You know, uh, and then he go, went on about his day. So he's going to get the verbal ass whooping uh, when I bring my podcast back uh, very soon. You know, and I'm, I'm going to call out his business too. I'm not going to call out the phone number. I'm not going to do that. But I'm going to call out the business and, and, and everything else. Y'all can go leave a bad review about him. Like, the, you know what would be so crazy? I get hollered at by these guys, and they don't leave me a tip, but they want my number. Mm-hmm. How, you don't support my business. Why should I come and call you? I had this one guy. I think he has got, he's, he's a rapper from Memphis. He's got, like, 50K following, and he came to my kiosk. I made him laugh and everything else like that. You know, didn't know who he was at all. You know, I treat, like I said, I treat everybody the same. But he told me to look out for He's like, hey, check me out, you know? He wanted his pocket change as well. He's like, hey, man, check me out. You know, don't, you know, give me a chance. And I'm thinking to hell with that. You didn't support my black-owned business. Well, I'm not supporting you. That's another, like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a petty son of a gun, y'all. Okay? I don't be caring. If you ain't going to, like, like, not even a pocket change, sir. You know, like, come on now. Niggas. I had another guy who was a rapper. I guess he was a rapper. He was his attitude was nasty anyway. But he told me to check out his music. He had the audacity to say, "Oh, check out my music," you know. And then he just walked off. Didn't leave. Didn't leave me no tip. And I'm like, "Oh, okay, got you, got you." I remember it was another guy. I ain't seen him, and I hope I don't see him again. But he came over to my kiosk. He already was, you know, high off of something, some type of really bad drug and he needs to use the, uh use my charger so i allowed him to use my charger then he pulled out some money and he didn't leave me a tip but then i was like okay hopefully he don't remember me but uh, a week and a half later i'm going up you know going up uh going to my job and he's like he's like i remember you he pulled his 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 uh hood off he's like i remember you you allowed me to use your charger a couple of weeks ago i'm thinking like bro i hope you why are you remember me I don't want to remember you. I don't want you talking to me. Nothing like that, right? And he had he had nothing but platinum in his mouth and gold and all that silver platinum and all that type of stuff. And and I'm like, don't talk. But I had to keep it cool. I'm not gonna. I'm again. I'm not gonna be that person because at the end of the day, that that makes you look. Just keep it in real. Makes you look lame when you out here be trying to press people for money. Some folks don't have it like that. That's how they. That's how they showed off. Like money bag yells. One of his artists. Came to my kiosk. I was just trying to have a conversation with him, like a three-minute conversation, like I do with everybody. He was more invested on the phone call with one of his hoes, I guess. And uh, he left me nothing. I mean, I got his jewelry on on, on IG, you know? So, <laughs> his, his, his knuckles were ashy. Not your knuckles is ashy. All you had to do was just grab the lotion and put it on. Honey, he didn't. He didn't care. Uh, he didn't. He did not care at all. You know, I, I can listen. I can't wait. I can't wait to like, like, like a, a real like Ari money bag come up to my kiosk mm-hmm. and everything else. And I'm like, oh yeah, I talked to them, y'all. They left me nothing. They they called him. <laughs> <laughs> you left me shit. Fuck you and what you got going. You dumbass you know, Rick Ross, bitch. Rick Ross doesn't tip. Meg the Stallion doesn't tip either. You better go off with these verbal ass whoopings. I mean, and Meg used to work in the restaurant, too. It's a shame, man. No, I'm going to make sure I take care of my people that's at uh, these restaurants and bars because I think one thing people forget is, like, we're human also, so we can also get on these podcasts and talk freely Mm -hmm. how we want to and say that your black ass don't tip. 
Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when you're doing your X, Y, and Z, you're commercialized. But okay, whatever. Exactly. Exactly. They don't want to hear the truth, though. Yes. All right, Kendra. I. This was such a great episode. That it was. Pres- and you are more than welcome to come on my podcast. At Let any me time know. And- Let me know. Any Friday nights at 9 p.m. I'm not recording this week, but any Friday after this week, you can come on 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. You know, is it uh, live? Audio- can they see my beautiful face? No, it's, it's going to be audio only, just like oh, this one is. Look at you so, learning. I mean, because... I, you, you just have your camera off because it's uh, nobody's camera is going to be on. You know, you can be, you want to stick out like, like a sore thumb. That's up to you, but at your own risk, honey. <laughs> look at that. I got invited on a podcast while doing a podcast. I don't think that ever happened. We made history today, y'all. But, okay, so let me tell you. How I like to end my episodes, I like to end with the question of the episode. So I got one question right now. You answer it, I answer it, and then we'll see each other on your podcast. How'd that sound? I don't care how it sounds because it's going to happen anyway. (laughs) All right. So what fears are you facing? My fear, my only fear that I'm facing now, and this is going to sound so silly, and you're going to probably laugh at this. Is getting an unsolicited dick pic from someone random person. Um, I'm so tired of men sexually harassing women. Okay. My thing is this: if I don't ask for it, do not show me. Okay, that that triggers me. To be honest with you, um, that's it. it. I've had different fears over time, mm-hmm. but it's just that the 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 unsolicited dick pics. And men consistently sexually harassing me for no reason. Like I, I'll be, I can dress like a Muslim and have the curtain over my face. <laughs> I just got canceled for that. And then they still gonna sit here and be like, "Oh yeah, those eyes. I want to shoot off in your eyes." Child, straight men is just—they—that's a whole different topic for a whole different day. But I definitely understand. And y'all need to. St- Men out here in the world, stop sexually harassing women. They don't like it. They don't like pics. They don't want you to talk freaky through a text. It's not going to work. It's not going to happen. It's just not the T. Do it in person. I'm not saying sexually harassing in person. But, like, if you like the girl, tell her you like her in person. Don't do it through a fucking telephone device. Sometimes you got to teach the kids and you just got to leave them in lessons. Um, you know they're still going to do it, Marco. They they don't they going to be like, man, to hell with that gay nigga. I don't give a... Yeah, I'm like, bro, I'm he's trying gay. to help you out. I just date men. <laughs> I'm telling people, I'm telling you, when you speak the truth, they are going to sit here and call you all types of names. Hey. And ain't nothing in this world... That I ain't heard before. I heard it all. Um, so to answer the question, um, the biggest fear I got is like becoming like rich and famous, more famous than rich, because I know how to manage my money. But like everybody knowing your name when you out, people like approaching you and taking pictures and doing all this shit. And right now, I am currently manifesting this. Um, But I just don't want to be famous. Like, I've lived a private life so long. 
that like I don't know if I ever want it to be public. Mm-hmm. Like if I if I ever can have a life, it would probably be like a Beyonce life without mm-hmm. Jay Z. Mhm. Mhm. But yeah. That's, that's it. it. That's that that would be my biggest fear. All right. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You are. I did an episode to this a few days ago about manifestation. You already know. manifest by going after your dreams and God will will get you know push you along the way. That's it. He's online you y'all. All right y'all, before we head out, Kendra, tell the people where they can find you. You guys can find me on the corner, but while I'm not on the corner, uh, you know, giving out these verbal ass whoopings. Uh, I'm on Instagram, the Kendra Crump Show. So Z is in the K Y N D R A C R U M is a Mary P's and Paul Show. Not with no money, so I'm not no fake ass ASAP Rocky. S H O W. My YouTube is Kendra Crump, K Y N D R A space C R U M is a Mary P's and Paul. My Instagram, that y'all can find the lovely Marco at. I mean, my podcast that y'all can find, lovely Marco, you know, at one day, um, is, is um, you got me all tongue twisted, too. Hey, it we do that. Called, it's called Hear Me Out. However it comes out, they'll understand. Yes, the Kendra Crumb Show, okay, podcast. So, yeah, y'all can be an extra subscriber. Right now, I got 21 subscribers. All right. Well, you know what? 21 is better than zero. That means you're doing something right and you touching somebody. But you already know how you can hear me out every week at... This is Hear Me Out on IG. Make sure you download and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Pandora, Google, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcast, you can find me. And make sure if you want to update on me, I ain't posting right now on my IG. Ooh, you see bars on the motherfucking beat. And I still got it, even when I didn't want that to happen. But Y'all can find me at Marco the Prince on IG at M-A-R-C-O-D-E-P-R-E-N-C-E. Until next time, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. And we out.